This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. We continue in uh, Daf HaShavua. We're learning Mesech Chagiga and we're up to Daf Chaf. The uh, Gemara is discussing the following issue which began on Yotesim Bez. We know there's something called eating chulen betaras hakodesh, which means there's some people who eat chulen betahara, which means they're careful not to be metame chulen, and they're they're careful to eat it betahara. However, there's a higher level. Those Rashi on the bottom Rashi and your Testament is explained. Those people who frequently ate kadshim would accept upon themselves to eat chulen on the level of kadshim. They would treat their chulin as kachim. And the shaila is, is when, when you eat chulin on the level of kachim, is the chulin actually considered like kachim? In that if a sheni betuma would touch it, it would become a shlishi, and it could actually render other kachim or vi? Or do we say no? At the end of the day, it's not kachim, it's chulin. And therefore, it's either on the level of regular chulin or on the level of truma. So the Gemara made an attempt that we learned about last time, and now we're up to the sixth line on Chafa Manalaf. Elami Seifa. Rather, let's bring a proof from the Seifa of the Mishnah. The Seifa of the Mishnah said, Yoisi ben Yoyezer hayachasut shebekuhuna. Yoisi ben Yoyezer was one of the pious members of the priesthood. Vahisamat pachtoi midras l'koidesh. And his napkin was an avatoma for kadshim. Which means, even though he was careful to eat truma as a davar kadosh, nevertheless, uh, the, the level of guarding that he provided for truma was not sufficient for kadshim. Yoichanan ben Gudgada hayoichal al taras ha-kodesh, kal yamav. ben Gudgada ate chulin al taras ha-kodesh. And his napkin was midras, was, was tameh, lechatos, regarding handling the ashes of the paraduma. So l- listen carefully. This, we're not talking about somebody who ate kachim. We're talking about somebody who ate altaras hakoidash. And we say that his cloth was considered tameh, legabe, handling the paraduma. Says the Gemara, let's be medayik, lechatos in. Only regarding handling the paraduma. But not regarding handling kachim. That means his level of guarding, his chulin, betaras hakoidesh, rendered him holy enough and pure enough to be able to handle real kachim. So from here we see Alma Kosavar, from here we see he holds chulin shenasa taras hakoidesh. That chulin, which is made and guarded with the purity of kachim kakadesh dami, it's like kachim. Because we say explicitly, that Yoichanan ben Gudgada, who ate al Tarasakoidesh, he was only Tame Legabe, the higher level of Paraduma, but not Legabe Kodshim. Why not? Isn't Kodshim a higher level than eating Chulan al Tarasakoidesh? It must be no. Eating Chulan al Tarasakoidesh is exactly like Kodshim. So now we begin a, a sort of a new sugya, and this is a sugya of guarding Tahara. <clears throat> now, regarding um, regarding guarding kalim that they should be tahar, we're going to learn that if there is a hesachadas, 
if somebody's mind is uh, diverted or deviates from focusing on the uh, the item, it will no longer be tahar. Amr of Yonasam ben Alazar, nafla ma'afarta himenu. If your cl- if your shawl falls down from you, Amr lechaveron, you say to your friend, Tanali, give it to me. You with me? Who's who is that? Oh, is this me? Oh, did I? Am I on? Hi, Surly. Hi, I think I dialed the wrong number before. I was on like hold for like ten minutes. Sorry. Okay. So I'm Rabbi Yonasam ben Alazar. Nafla ma'afarta yhemenu. Oh, I got. I just got your text. Yeah. We're about 12 lines from the top. We're learning now a new topic. We're just starting a new topic now, and it's about that if you're, if you're scarting your kalim, that they should remain tahar. If you have a hesachadas, they will then become tameh. If your shawl falls off of you, Amar lachaver, and you say to your friend, Tinali, give it to me. Vinasnola, and your friend gives it to you. Tamei, it's Tamei. And the, there's a question: Why would that be? You're, aren't you watching it the whole time? It just fell from you, and it's now in your friend's reach. But if it falls from you, and you say to your friend, "Please hand it to me," and he hands it to you, it's now Tamei. There has been a lapse in your guarding of the item, and therefore it's rendered Tamei. Amar Rabbi Yonasam and Amram. If your week Shabbos clothing get mixed up with your weekday clothing, meaning you wanted to take out of your closet on Tuesday your Tuesday clothing, and instead you took out your Shabbos clothing. You thought you were taking out weekday clothing and it turned out you took out Shabbos clothing. And you put on your Shabbos clothing, or tame. Now why would they be tummy? You're watching it the whole time. From here it seems that if you don't have a clear awareness of what it is you're wearing and guarding, it would be tummy. Tummy for Shabbos? This means that it, the, the clothing is tummy for Shabbos? What so what does this mean? It means that... What is it tummy for? <clears throat> so that's a good question. It doesn't say what it's tummy for. What exactly is this Tameh for? So Stephen wants to know, what does the Gemara mean that it's Tameh regarding what is it Tameh for? So, mm, it's Tameh. We have to see because the Gemara does not offer any explanation regarding what it is, it's Tameh for. Um... It, it's just Tameh. In other words, for anything that you need Tahara, you knew for sure it was Tahar. And you thought it was Shabbos clothing, and it turned out to be, excuse me, you thought it was weekday clothing, and it turned out to be Shabbos clothing. It's Tameh. In other words, if until then it was Tahar, now it's Tameh. So uh, if you, you, can't, you can't allow it to come into contact with Tara. If it does, it would render it Tameh. Whatever a Tameh Beged um, it renders tame. This is uh, will be considered tame because you had a lapse in your focus. Maybe we'll see further. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's see. I don't know. 
Right now the Gemara just says the word Tameh and I don't have any explanation. So I'm not sure regarding what it's Tameh. Because um, a, a Kli typically could become a Rishain Betuma, but cannot become a Shani Betuma. Only food could become a Shani Betuma. So I guess it would have the status of a Rishain. And it could be Metameh um, food, I guess. <clears throat> but let's see. So... Um, Nitmo, <clears throat> they're considered tame. Amar Rav Lezer Bar Tzadik. said a story. Ma'isa b'shtei nashim. There's a story about two ladies, chaverois. Now, when we say chaverois, it doesn't mean they're friends. It means they have a din of a chaver. It means they typically guard their uh, items like a chaver that they should always be tahar. And basically they went to the mikvah, and in the changing room, they changed their garments. In other words, Rachel took Leah's garments, and Leah took Rachel's. That their garments got exchanged in the bathhouse. And the story came before Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva said their tummy, even though, the respective women did not stop guarding the particular garments that they were involved in, but since they had originally thought it was their garment, and then they found out <coughs> that it's someone else's, so since there was a lack of awareness of what they were guarding, it's considered tame. Rashi Nitzma'u says, Kasaka Daitach, the Gemara's Havamina is Hashta, the Svirale, if you're guarding something, assuming it's A, and it turns out to be, that's not guarded. So the Gemara basically said three cases. If your shawl falls down and you tell your friend to pick it up, and he picks it up, it's Tameh. Number two, your Shabbos Kalim got mixed with your weekday Kalim. You thought you were taking weekday Kalim and you turned out to take Shabbos Kalim. And number three... Um, two women that exchange their clothing in the bathhouse, all these three cases are tummy. Frek the Gemara, Maskefla, Ravoshia, Ravoshia asks the following question, Elamayata, Hoishid Yadoy Lasal, if let's say you stick your hand into a basket, Lito Paschitin to take wheat bread, the also Yadoy Paschitin and you take barley bread, Hachanami Dinitma, are you going to say it becomes Tameh? Just because you don't know, you don't have an awareness of what kind of bread you're taking. So the question here is, Rabbi Oishia made up a case, and he said, are you going to say it's Tameh? What do you mean, are you going to say? Yeah, based on what we just said, that if women change their clothing in the mikvah, or if you thought it was the weekday clothing and it, t- it turned out to be Shabbos, we just said, yeah, it's Tameh. So the Gemara says, V'chitema achinamin, if you're going to say taka. If you stuck your hand in a basket to take one kind of bread and you take another, so that's not considered guarded and it would be tame. Vahatani, we learned in a brisa, hamishamer es hachavis. If you're guarding a barrel, v'cheska shalyayim, thinking it's wine, v'nimsa shalshemen, and it turns out it's oil, tahira melatame. It's tar from becoming tame. So we have a beferish brisa that if you're guarding one thing, thinking it's something else, it's not tame. So Rabbi Kivayger asks, why would Rav Oshia invent a case which is identical to the previous cases and say, well, according to you, this case is also going to become Tameh? If anyway he has to rely on a Brisa that says explicitly that it's Tahar, why does he have to, why would he invent a case and presume that you're Tahar when he could just cite the Brisa straight up? 
But anyway, this is the Kasha Raboishia. That we see explicitly if you're guarding a barrel, assuming it's wine and it turns out to be oil, it's tahar. This is not like the latter two cases of Rabbi Yonisam ben Amram and Rabbi Lazar bar Tzadok, where in those respective cases, <coughs> if you didn't have an awareness of what you're guarding, it's Tameh. So we ask back, Ulatamech, and according to you, Rabbishia, Ema Seifa, let us say the Seifa, because the Brisa that Rabbishia quoted said, if you're guarding a barrel, assuming it's wine, it turns out to be oil, it's Tahar. <clears throat> but let's go to the Seifa, it says, Asurami Lechal, it says you're not allowed to eat it. Well, according to you, Rabbishia, that a lack of awareness of what you're guarding is not a reason to render it Tameh, then why would it say in the Seifa that you're now to eat it? Meaning, according to Rabbi Shia, as long as you're guarding it, even if you don't know exactly what it is, it should be Tar. So why does the Seifa say you're now to eat it? So here, here the Gemara says, a whopper of a Chiddush, Amr Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya said, you know what this case is? Shemartia midavar hametama v'lo midavar ha it's Tahar. The guy says, I'm guarding it from something that renders it Tameh, but not from something that passes it. Meaning, meaning, um, um, the Gemara says, Ba'oimer shemartia midabra metamela midabra posa si Rashi. Rashi says, um, that means the guy is saying he's doing a partial shmira. He's guarding it from something that renders it tame. We've said earlier there's a difference between tuma and psula. Tuma means it's tame that it could be matame something else. So he is guarding it from it becoming tame that it should render something else tame. But, but he's not guarding it from something that renders it puzzle. So what would this be referring to? Uh, what this refers to is as follows. Where basically he's doing a half a job. What kind of a half a job? Typically, Tumah is when uh, when something could become Tameh that it could pass on the Tumah to something else. Puzzle means it becomes Tameh, but it can't be transferred. So we're discussing a guy who says he guarded the liquid in the barrel from it becoming Tameh that it could transfer to, to other Chulin. What would this mean? Meaning he protected it, he protected the liquid from an Avha Tumah touching it. If an avatuma touches it, it would become a reshine, and then it would be able to be matame, other liquid to be a sheni. So that he guarded, but he didn't protect it from touching a reshine. Meaning it could become a sheni, but that sheni would not be matame anything else. So the reason why, um, it means it's, it's tahira melatame. It's tahar from rendering anything else tame, because he guarded it from a avhatuma touching it. So therefore, the most it could become is a sheni. But he can't eat it because maybe a rishain touched it.
So that's what Amr of Yirmiya, but Omer Shemartiyah Midavra Ametama, I guarded it from something being metameyet, v'loy midavra apaisel, but not something from disqualifying it. Says Gemara, mi ikon etirusel apalga? Is it possible for a person to provide a halfway shmira? So Gemara says, in, yes, it is possible. V'hatanya, because we learned in a b'raisa, hoishit yadai basal, if you stuck your hand in a basket, v'hasal al ksefai, and the basket's on your shoulder, and there's a fork in the basket. And in your heart, you were guarding the basket. But you were not guarding the fork. So basically in the basket, you have a basket, you have figs, and you have a fork in the basket. So you had in mind to guard the basket, but you didn't have in mind to guard the fork. So hasal tahar. The basket is tar, v'hamagrefa tameya, and the fork is tame. So that's very clear because you had a mind to guard the basket, but not to guard the fork. Says the Gemara, hasal tar. So frek the Gemara, hasal tahar. The basket is tahar. Tame amagrefa lasal. Why doesn't the fork contaminate the basket? Because once the magrefa is tame, why doesn't the magrefa, the fork, tame the sal? So Gemara says, what kind of kasha is that? In kli, metame kli. One kli cannot be metame because the most a kli could be is a reshine. And if it is a reshine, it cannot, right? A kli cannot be an avatuma, but a kli could be a reshine betuma. And a reshine betuma could only be metame, another kli, an, um, food to be a sheni, but not a kli. So in kli, metame kli. One kli cannot be metame, another kli. another Aren't the figs another food? Ah, oh, very good. Uh, so Stephen's asking Gavaldik. So the Gemara says, Filatame Masha Basal, Stephen's Kasha. So why don't we say that the, the fork, which is a reshine, is Matame the figs? Alright, good Kasha. Very nice, the fork cannot be Matame the, the basket, but the fork should be Matame the figs. Gavaldik. Amaravina, no, you know why the fork is not metame the figs? Because he's, he's guarding the fork that the fork should not become a reshine. He's guarding the fork that the fork should not touch an avatuma and become a reshine. I'm guarding the fork that it should not become tame and become a reshine to be able to be metame the figs. But he's not guarding the fork that the fork doesn't become Puzzle. But not something that puzzles it. So the question is, what does that mean, not something that puzzles it? That means he's guarding the fork that the fork shouldn't become a rishon, but he's not guarding the fork that the fork shouldn't become a shani. A fork can't become a shani. A fork is a clee. Right? Look in Toysus. The second Toysus asks, what does the Gemara mean? He's guarding the fork that the fork shouldn't become a Rishan. That means he doesn't want an Avatuma to touch the fork. Fine, but he's not guarding the fork that the fork shouldn't become a Shani. A fork can't become a Shani. Toysus asks, How could the fork become Pasal? Iba Rishan. If a t- uh, reshine touches it, if an avatuma touches it, have a 
Hi, puzzle tummy, Ave. It's going to become tummy. And then it will make the figs tummy. Oh, what do you want to say? Who is that? Who's this nice Yingala? You want to say something? It's a tira, it's Toysus. Oh. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah. Perfect. Toysus answers. It could become pasta with a liquid because a mashkin, which is a shani, or, or a reshine, excuse me, a, a liquid, which is tame, could render a kli a shani. That's a chidosh. A liquid, which is, um, could, could render a kli uh, a shani. Okay, so that's the scenario. So this proves, friends, that there's a halfway guarding. You could guard something from making sure it doesn't become tame, but not guard it that it doesn't become pasal. Bottom line is... Why is it, why is it, why is it a psal if, if they could be metame kachim? In other words, the... Meaning it's, it's a psal for hulin, but it's not a psal for, for kachim. I mean, we're saying that he's guarding it that an avatuma doesn't touch it and it become a rish, and it become a rishain to guard. I mean, he's guarding it again. He's making sure an avatuma doesn't touch it. So that it becomes a reshine and then it will pass the figs, but he is not guarding it that it doesn't become a shani. So you're saying that's why is that called puzzle? Oh, you're right, because, correct. You're exactly on the right. For, 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 for correct, right. But now the Gemara says, it's still difficult because we see from here that. If what was the original case? The case was Raboshia asked, you stuck your hand into a barrel. Uh, excuse me, if you're guarding a barrel of wine and it comes out to be oil, it's tahar. So we see that even if you don't have an awareness of what something is, that's a good shmira. So that's a kasha on case two and case three said earlier. Because case two was if you're, you thought you were taking out weekday garments and you took out Shabbos garments. Your Shabbos garments are tame. And if women change their garments in the mikvah, they're tame. But we see from this brisa that if you don't have a clear awareness of what, of what the item is, it's tar. Mikomakam kasha. Vaoid moisif rabba baravua. Rabba baravua asked furthermore. Maisa, a story. This is a good bedtime story. The Isha Achas about one woman Shabbos of Nei Rabbi Shmuel that came before Rabbi Shmuel va'amra loy, and she said to him, Rabbi, beged ze aragtiv b'tahara. She said to him, Rabbi, I wove this garment in purity, meaning nothing was metameyet, but you should know v'lohel believe l'shem rabatara. I didn't pay attention to guard it. Meaning, Rashi explains, the woman says, I know from the time it was three fingers by three fingers, which is the share that something is right to be in the Kabbalah Tumah, I know no Tumah touched it, 
But you should know I wasn't really focused. In other words, I'm telling you the facts are it's tahar, even though I didn't really guard it. So, this is what the woman told Rabbi Shmuel, and Rabbi Shmuel cross-examined her, and we talk Rabbi Shmuel Boydka, and from the cross-examination that Rabbi Shmuel checked her, Amr she said to him, Rabbi, Nida Mashcha Imi Bechevel, you should know, Rabbi, that, uh, this jogged my memory, a Nida <coughs> pulled the rope with me, and was Matame the string. Ah, How great are the words of the sages. The sages said, If you pay attention to guard it, it's tahar. But if you don't pay attention to guard it, it's tamay. Because this woman claims that it was tahar. But then when I cross-examined her, she said, well actually, since... Um, you know, the woman said it was tar, even though she didn't guard it, and it turned out it became Tameh. So we see how great the words of the sages are, that if you don't actively guard it, there's a chance that that lapse will bring to Tumah. Now, this is a kasha on all the above-mentioned cases. How's that? Because... This demonstrates that the only reason why you have to guard it is because if you don't guard it and you're not focused, something may have happened. But in all the above-mentioned cases, those are scenarios where they, they were guarding it. It's just they didn't know what the item was. So in such a case, there shouldn't be a problem. Meaning this Bryce says, Mashma, that the problem of, of a lapse is only that during the course of the lapse, um, a person, something might have actually happened. But if there is no lapse, you just know, don't know, is it wheat or barley, or you thought it was Shabbos clothing and turned to weekday clothing, and you're guarding it the whole time, that should be tahar. Shuv maisa, the Gemara cites another maisa, which is a problem. Shuv maisa achas Shabbat Shemlei Rabbi Shmuel, there's another story that a woman came before Rabbi Shmuel. Amr Eloi, she said to him, Rabbi, mapazu aragtia batara, this cloth I wove in purity. Even though I'm telling you it's tahar, I wasn't really guarding it that it should be tahar. And through Rabbi Shmuel's cross-examination, Amr Eloi, she said to him, you know what, Rabbi, Nima nifsikali, one of the strings snapped while I was weaving it. And I tied it with my mouth. And here's the thing. There's a concern that the sum of the spittle of this woman, who was a nida, remained on it even when the beged was three fingers by three fingers. And the spittle of a nida is metameh. So Amar Rabbi Shmuel, Kama Gedoylem Divrei Chachamim. How great are the words of the sages Shahayu Imrim, who would say, "Beliboy l'shaim roitar." If you had a mind to guard it, it's tar. In beliboy l'shaim roitamei. But if you don't have a mind to guard it, you're tamei. Now the Gemara says like this: Bishlama. Remember, we started off by giving three cases. If your shawl falls down and you tell your friend to give it to you, it's Tameh. Rabbi Yonison ben Amram said a case, if your Shabbos clothing got mixed with your weekday clothing, it's Tameh. Rabbi Lazarat Sadek brought the case of the two women in the bathhouse. 
who changed their garments, and he says it's Tame. Says the Gemara, Bishlam al Rebbe Lazarbar Tzadok, Kal Achas Vi Achas Oimeres Chavei Rasi Eishes Amaaretz. You know why in that third case there's Tuma? Even though I'm eyeing, I'm wearing the garment the whole time, and you're wearing your garment, um, my garment the whole time, and we're both focused on on the other person's respective garments. So there's no lapse. But since when they find out that it's not their garment, each one says, Chaveirasi, my friend over here, on the other side of the mikvah, Eishas Amaaretz, is the wife of an Amaaretz. So they give up hope about the other garment. They figure that their other garment will not be uh, watched. And they figure the garment they're wearing is not clean, and therefore they don't watch it. Meaning, since they think the other woman is an Amaretz, or married to Amaretz, they think the garment they're wearing is not clean, and they don't focus on guarding it. And they actually divert their attention. So, Taka, we thought in the Havamina that, that, look, I'm wearing your garment the whole time, you're wearing my garment, and I'm, guard, I'm guarding yours, and you're guarding mine. But the point here is, since I think you're an Amaretz, so therefore I figure that garment I'm wearing is Tameh, so I give up hope from guarding it. And there's a real lapse of attention. So again, the Gemara feels that there's only a reason to be metame when there's a real lapse of attention. And the Gemara says there is. And then now the Gemara talks about the case where my, I thought I was putting on weekday garment, and I turned out to put on Shabbos garment. So the Rav Yonisam ben Amram Nami, since I guard my Shabbos clothing more. Now I thought originally I'm putting on my weekday clothing. So I'm guarding it a little less. So that le- that level of less guarding will render it Tameh. So there is a degree of Hesachadas because I think it's a weekday garment so I'm going to watch it ever so less. But in the first case... Once you're, so full, once you're so full that you're not watching it as well as maybe you should have been, all of a sudden, then it's able to be Ah, uh, So actually we haven't... Uh, the, the first case where your shawl fell? You're talking about the first case where the shawl... So the Gemara is going to ask on that now. But what about the first case? If your shawl fell, but I'm eyeing it the whole time, why should it be tummy? I don't uh, divert my attention from it. Elul Rabbi Yonisam ben Alazar, the first case where your shawl fell, Navid l'hushimer biyadeh dechavre. Why can't you be watching it in the in the hand of your friend? So the Gemara says we have to say that there's a phenomenon... There must be a presumption that a person does not guard what's in his friend's hand. It must be like, once it's in your possession, there's a chazaka that I don't guard it that much. And the Gemara... Oh, Gewaldik. Why don't we use this klal by the two women? Mm. So the Merkevas Hamishnah. It's nothing to do with the Amaret anymore, right? It's, it's not an Amaret. It's the fact that it's that it's somebody else's. Ah, so so the 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 Achronim say very good, excellent. The Achronim say that so like but what what um, Ravasi is saying and what Stephen is saying that once we have this, we don't have to say the previous two cases. 
at least not the previous two cases, but the case of the two women in the bathhouse, we don't have to say it's because I think your husband is an Amaaret, so therefore the, my garment is tummy. You could say because I'm not guarding what's in, meaning I'm not watching what's in your possession and you're not watching what's in my possession. But I don't understand, no, but, 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 okay, but I'm guarding what's in my possession. Why would, why don't we say I'm guarding what's in my possession, you're guarding what's in your possession? So maybe you do have to, uh, I hear, I thought, the Akhoinim say what you're saying, but I'm not sure I, I, I understand how it applies, because, granted, I'm not watching what's in your possession, but I'm watching, I have your garment, and I'm watching that garment, and you have my garment, and you're watching my garment. Okay, Baruch Hashem, we got through this Amud, and tomorrow we're going to finish the Parak, Chafam Abayz, and begin the new Parak. Okay? Okay, thank you everyone. Shkoyach, have a good night. Stay safe. Thanks a lot. All the best. Bye-bye. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.